Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar Magallan, and this is Season 3, Episode 10, Postgrad Problems. Uh, this episode is not really about postgrad problems, especially college. If you're a high school grad and you went straight to the workforce, it probably apply to you as well. Uh, with me is my girlfriend and social media manager, Danielle. How are you doing? I'm good. Just chilling. Just chilling. Um, this episode actually is inspired by Danielle's recent uh, adult adulting events that happened a couple like a week ago um but yeah basically this episode is about adulting more about post-grad problems uh probably be a mixture of both but again if you're just from high school or just graduated or your college and just graduated or you know find figuring out yourself adulting you know even though this is the entire podcast it's about adulting uh we decided to make an episode just about post-grad problems uh so danielle please Tell us what you did this past week. Well, I bought a new car. Yay! <laughs> well, I had to. You had, yeah. Tell me, what was wrong with your car? I mean, it was just, it was my college car. So it like, you know, it got me to and from campus. Yeah. Um, uh, my junior year, I started working. So... What car did you have? A Dodge Caliber. And what, what did the... The salesman tell you about the like Dodge Calibers and, and the amount of well, miles. Well, it told me that it sh- I should have like I had one hundred eighty thousand miles on it, and he told me that usually Dodges don't pass like live past a hundred thousand miles. So I got my life <laughs> the life out of that car. Yeah, but I mean, it drove me to and from campus. It drove me to and from work. It drove me to and from like home. Mm-hmm. Like when I went home. Um, you know, it got me around the city when we were on break. So, I mean, it, it lived a full life. So, RIP Baby Blue. And then, you know, you took me, I think I want to say it was like a Tuesday. We went on a Tuesday to uh, Gerald yeah. Nissan, or Gerald Hyundai, I want to say. And then uh, we were looking at cars. Uh-huh. And we were looking at just the way, like, you, you basically signed your, yourself. You, you didn't have any co-sign, which is very rare. Comes people your age. That means you have good credit. Yeah, because I'm not stupid and didn't mess it up in college. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people usually blame, like, their high school upbringing and them not knowing, like, what financial responsibility is. And they just blow it. Or they sign up for those, high, like, credit cards yeah. on campus for, like, yeah. a free t-shirt. Yeah. And then, like, two years later, they're, like, in, the de- in like, the hole. Like, yeah. See, that was, like, not my up bringing like my mom has to talk to me about finance since i literally can't remember Mm -hmm. so um i just got my first credit card last year and i didn't have a credit card in college yeah well i had one it was a walmart one but it was connected to my mom's and i literally only used it for food Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah like right now myself i also had to buy a car in may yeah uh for a lot of people that know my malibu was it was a tank. That motherfucker. I also... I, I bought this car in my senior year of high school. Drove all my friends around. It was my neighbor's car originally. I bought it off of him for four grand. I put three grand in. My dad pitched in another grand. We bought it all cash. I drove that car. I think I put another 100,000 miles on it. And I drove it from campus. Basically, when I went to NIU, from campus, on the weekends, I'll drive back to work at the roundhouse, drive back. So, it was... Here, from Aurora to DeKalb, is 25 miles. So, basically, from a weekend, I'll drive 50 miles all in total for four years every weekend. Um, in college, obviously, I drove, when I was a pledge, I drove all the active members around. And then, 
when I was an active member, I had the pledge to drive me around in my car. So it's like that car drove back and forth. Drove it to Wisconsin. Drove it to Wisconsin once. Drove it, you know. God, I don't know. But it drove a lot. It, <laughs> it was driven a lot. And I love that car. But by the end of it, it was leaking oil. It had a suspension issue. It had But windows didn't go down. So I had to turn on the AC all the time. So I was like suffocating. And I had to give it up. Now I upgraded to a Chevy Cruze. And I was like, upgrading to a Chevy Cruze, I needed my mom's cosign because I had no credit. I had, like, the only thing... See, see, the only thing that comes up in my credit score is my student loans, um, which I haven't started... I ma- I haven't started making payments yet. Yeah. And and I know once I start making payments, my credit will also start building just yeah. a little bit here and there. But now that I have my car, a Your big, car, a yeah. big you know, car note... Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's been building. I have credit karma. Um, it's pretty accurate. It's not. It's not That's like not. not the. Ac- it's not not the most accurate thing it's in like the world. Ten points off. So like ten twenty points. Off. Ten ten plus or minus. I say. Minus, because if I check on credit karma, it, it says that it's lower than it when it actually came up. Mm-hmm. So it's less. Yes. So I'm actually ten points more. Probably. So. It gives a good, a good, yeah, a good like it's a good ballpark. range. But like when I checked it before I went and I ran it, I said, "Oh, it's higher than I thought." Yeah, it no, was. at the place they they yeah. go through like you know yeah. the credit the credit bureaus and like they give you the extra score. Um, but yeah, no, I've been building on my credit since May with my car payments. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of adult decisions that we you and me made recently. Uh, we both moved in together in June. Mm-hmm. Um, this is technically our second apartment, but first together. Yeah. Um, and that was a, good contribu- a contributing factor was that we also have good rental history. A lot yeah. of people don't. A lot, people, a lot of people mess up in college. Too. Yeah. A lot of people decide not to. They'll pay late or their roommates pay late. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, that's what happened to my aunt. What happened with your aunt? That's why she like has trouble renting places she paid late she paid late or she like you know in college she was like doing random and was like you know getting late fees or whatever but that stacks up and so now that's why she like lives in my mom's building because Mm -hmm. my mom is like literally probably like the one of the only people that will rent to her because her rental history is so crazy shout out to danielle's mom uh an empowered black woman that owns many many buildings in the chicagoland area and also is a special ed teacher yeah. Superwoman. She might be getting a real estate license, too. We'll see. Look at that. If you need a house, <laughs> hit up Crystal Keys. If and- you need financial <laughs> advice from a... But, like, my... I think why my mom is so passionate about finances is because she always says that she had no one talk to her. She also worked at a bank. Yes. At 18 years old. She worked for Chase. A full-time, full-time job. Full-time job. That's what she did before she went yeah. to school. But, like, she's... Like, her credit was messed up for a little bit for a while because she was 18 went out and bought a brand new car mm-hmm. and was like you know took out all these credit cards and then she was like oh what the heck like i can't get the things that i want now after she took out all these credit cards all the like she bought a new car she's buying all this stuff and then she's getting all these bills and she's like what the heck you know because you're still like 18 and minimum wage back then was probably like six bucks, maybe six dollars. Yeah. And I mean, she was in corporate America, so it was probably a little bit higher. Yeah, but and she was a still wasn't a lot. Yeah, she was a legal secretary, so it was probably a little bit higher than that. And but. I think 
my mom also gave me like reason i guess she's also a good financial mm-hmm. person like my mom also pays a lot of things in cash um but she also pulled out a lot of loans and 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 her credit was perfect like literally when we went to car i got my car in carmax um when the guy ran her credit and my credit i was literally at no credit obviously the student loans and she was at perfect like the guy said your credit is perfect and the reason why my interest rate was so low is because of my mom i actually brought i'm the reason why is it got a little higher but if it was just her she would have gotten like four percent mine's seven like eight i think i think it's eight. Oh, i think mine's lower than yours yeah but it's because i brought my like my mom would have had a lower one yeah i'm the reason why it's at eight like yes but i also have Ha- I have a year of paying my student loans off. Yeah, and I, I don't start till December. So, <laughs> um, that's I think one thing that we can all reflect. I, I respect a lot of people that worked and paid everything in cash. All my friends are very financially savvy when it comes to their own credit. Yeah, but they also didn't go to big universities. Yes, AU is pretty big. It's a private university. Yeah, but in comparison to us, and I use what, how many thousands of dollars a year, and then if we, you I no, I think AU is expensive. I yes, think but like where NIU gets you is the living on campus. Oh and yeah, the fees and that, the books. Something the, that I think a lot of state school people yeah realize is that it's not the school that's expensive. A lot of people that go to Western. NIU NIU's border because a lot of people travel to NIU. Yeah, so like people. Um, but I know a lot of people that go to Western, you know, NIU, U of I that lived in campus. Like they can attest to like the dining hall, the the food, the food um, credit they have, the the living expensive. Especially if you pick like the newer halls. Like, yeah. Like NIU's new hall was very expensive compared to like Stevenson or Neptune. You live in Neptune? No, I didn't live in New Hall. Where'd you live? In Grant. Oh, I lived in Stevenson too far it, stevenson was the farthest one I, I don't i don't my mom was worried about me living in grant because she thought that was too far away. she was like too it was kind of far but stevenson was like on the whole different planet and i was like no. i was like i can't yeah. walk well for me i was on campus what from like 9 a.m to 9 p.m yeah most days mm-hmm. and for the first two years of school i didn't have a car mm-hmm. So I'd have to walk it, and my mom didn't want me walking by myself mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock at night. So let's talk about your college experience real quick. Yeah. So you lived your first year. You graduated in four years. Yeah. Uh, your first year, you lived in, in, in campus. Mm-hmm. Second, Second year, year, on campus. You still lived on campus. Yeah. Where did you live there? In Grant. Oh, both of you in Grant? Yeah. Uh, third year, you had your own I, apartment? I moved off campus. Fourth year? I lived in the sorority house. Sorority house. Um, my situation was one year in Stevenson, three years at the Skull House, and one year at, in front of Molly's. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Old Orchard, shout out to Tim Tutal, shout out to my sister, and shout out to our other roommate. Um, but what was your biggest, th- th- what was the difference between moving from a college town back to your mom's for a year? Well, it's like when you go home for break and you're used to having all of these freedoms and going in and out of your room or your apartment when you want, having people over whenever you want, eating whatever you want, and 
I'm an athlete, so my mom cares about those things. Yeah. Um, so it's basically just that times 10. Because, like, now you're an adult. Um, you graduate where you're 21, 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to figure out who you are in your life. And your mom's texting you at 9 p.m. Like, where are you? When are you coming home? And it was it was hard for me to, like, give up those freedoms and to have someone ask me where I was all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, li- I just left out, like, 10 minutes ago. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard. I think it was good for me to save up money. Um, I think if I would have immediately tried to move out right from school, I probably wouldn't have been broke and we wouldn't be in this situation right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I saved a lot of money um to be able to do that so like if you can move back home for a year to kind of figure out yourself and sort things out because even if i would have moved out right after school i don't think i i don't know like where would i have lived like yeah i don't know where i would have chosen to live per se and where i would have wound up because i didn't know and i kind of had a year to figure out what area I wanted to live in, what I wanted to do, if I wanted to move in with you, mm-hmm. um, if I wanted to live by myself again type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of got to scope out, like, how much it was going to cost me to move out, like, rent-wise and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was a good experience, like, financially. Um, it did put a strain on me and my mom's relationship a little bit. We're, we're okay, but... Do you think a lot of like that thinking that the the way you just went and and put it out out there? Yeah. Is it more common sense, or do you feel like your mother slash financial experience? I, you think it's a lot of common sense when that you just mentioned? No. 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 Like somebody had to teach you that. Yes. Okay. So it's like, like I think it's common sense, but I'm. Like, if I really think about it, I know it was taught to me. Yeah. So, but, like, yeah. I know I know a lot of people will, like, complain, like, I don't know how to write my own taxes. I don't know how to... A lot of people don't know how to do their know. taxes. Which is, I think, I don't, I think it's a... That's why there's tax places. More mind-blowing thing. Even then, like, I took a tax class in high school. And a lot of people from my high school complain about that. Like, our, I, the class that I'm mentioning is, is, is consumer's ed. There was, I, I specifically remember two weeks doing just taxes. W-4s and W-2s. Oh. And, like... Oh, your tax forms. Like yeah, cl- tax oh, forms. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you should know how to do that. Yeah. But my mom taught me that. Yeah. Like, my first job was at, like, what, 17? Like, I didn't know how to do that. What was your first job? Plato's Closet. You worked there from 17? Yeah. So, if... if you ever been, like, jipped by Plato's Closet? Maybe it was Danielle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at um, But, yeah, no, I feel like even now, like, a lot of tax services, like, like TurboTax or, you know, HR Block, a lot of them have their own programs and make it very simple to do. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what my mom uses. Like, I did my own taxes this year. I helped. My aunt double-checked it, but she said it was pretty good. So, um... Do you think, like, doing your taxes is a common sense thing? Like, something, like... No, I think that's something you have to learn. But, like, at this point, like, if you're 23 and you don't know, is it more on you or, like, society, you know? Like... No, I think it's on your situation. I don't know how to do my taxes. I've been a dependent my whole life. Yeah. But I feel like it's a a quick YouTube video, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can figure it out. I mean, this year when I have to do my taxes, I'm going to go ask my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, 
how do you do this? And she won't do it for me. She'll walk me through it. But that's something you have to learn. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be like, oh, you don't know how to do your taxes. Like, you didn't know how to do your taxes. (laughs) Nobody knows how to do their taxes. Like, we all learned it. And if people don't want to learn, they go pay someone to go do it for them. Like, that's, like, part of my aunt's job. She does taxes for businesses. Like, and budgets and stuff like that. So, I mean... That's why people are accountants sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a learned something. But. Um, What was your first you know, realization that you weren't a student anymore? When the student loans came for me. <laughs> Two days before Christmas. <laughs> they like sent me a little, cute little email. Like, oh, welcome to like great lakes and i was like what who is this and i clicked on it and it was like your student loan payment is this much and it is due december blah 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 and i said oh. that's christmas. when i yeah, i was like oh merry christmas can't buy what i wanted mm-hmm. that's when i realized that i wasn't a student anymore that and when like everyone went back to school and i was just like i gotta go to work yeah <laughs> yeah i think that that was my first hit was that um back to school commercials coming in and i didn't care about them yeah or i didn't i didn't need to care about them because yeah. like i don't need to reopen notebooks or reopen pens and papers stuff like that Yeah, but it feels weird it does the first time around you're like you feel like you're missing something you feels like you've been in school like your whole entire life and you're sitting there for the first time and you're like oh why I mean, why am i not do like doing something in the month of august like what's going on and then you realize that oh i've graduated yeah I don't have anything to I do. never asked any of my friends that after high school who decided to go in the workforce. I never asked them how they felt that a lot of their peers decided to go the college route and how their ex- experience shaped these past five years that we've been out of high school. So, like, I, w- I always wonder. I mean, my sister didn't go to college right away. But, I mean, more the people that, like, haven't gone to college yet. Yeah. I know a lot of, a lot of some of my friends uh, recently have just started college at 23. Yeah. You know, I, I wonder how their experience is compared to my experience, you know? Like, because I went straight to NIU at 18. Yeah. And I, I had a huge culture shock because NIU was, like, a lot of white people. And I was, like, I'm from the east side of Aurora. And I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, And then just joined a fraternity that was very homey and then became very diverse. I, I felt like I was home. Mm-hmm. But then, like, leaving the frat... I was like, what do I do now? I, I had to recheck myself back in Aurora mm-hmm. for a while. And I, now I'm living life. Now, we went to the London house recently. Shout out to Angela. Shout out to Angela. Shout out to Eric. Shout out to uh, Louis Mendez, <laughs> who was our server and hooked us up. He has a, he's also a musician. Compliments of the chef. Compliments from the chef. Uh, no, I mean, shout out, to, shout out to that guy, man. Shout out to Louis Mendez. I think he's on Spotify. I'll probably link his album or something. Yeah. Um, but if you guys haven't been to the London House, it's an amazing view of Trump Towers. Uh, it's an amazing view until you, like, turn your head right, and then you're like, oh. But the mind. place is fancy as fuck. The plan- uh, I, I mean, it's nice. I've never been to a rooftop bar, so I was like, whoa. Oh. I don't think it's fancy. I just think it's upscale. Like, it's not, like, fancy in the in the way that is, like, everyone's in, like, black tie and, like... No, yeah. I mean, people were, like polos and no it's like it was like there was like tourists people coming after work and then like us 
And a lot of people were like, we had a table. We were getting food. We were getting drinks. And then the next reservation came in. We got bumped into VIP. <laughs> and we're out here living life. We got some free nachos. We got truffle fries. And I felt like the king of the world. And I felt like thinking about the experience, I felt like a lot of people, especially like if you're from Aurora or your own hometown, you need to experience a little bit more. Like, we, I, it's kind of cliche to say, but like there's a lot in, in Chicago that has... You, you can explore. There's so much more to offer than people think that there is. Yeah. Like, people just, like, that are not from the city or didn't grow up there think of, like, the typical things. Just like, oh, let's go to Navy Pier. Let's go. I mean, don't get me wrong. Navy Pier. It's a lot better now. The bean. Or, like, you know, go get some deep dish pizza yeah. or something. But there's just, like so much more to offer in the city mm-hmm. than people realize there's a lot of like underground bars there's a speakeasy and the the fastest way to go through those things is the people you you meet yeah like if i didn't you know there's tons of sh- like art shows and comedy shows comedy shows musicals like they're opening the devil rose prada musical that they're making in chicago yeah, it's opening in Chicago. Yeah, which is crazy because usually they don't do openings here. They usually do them in New York. So that's that's super awesome that that's happening. Mm-hmm. There's tons of dance. There's tons of music things. I mean, like I I kind of I'm trying to get us. I'm looking at it. I'm trying to like get the dates, but <laughs> they're doing the Chicago Symphony Orchestra is playing the Get Out soundtrack, like to oh, the yeah. movie, and I like want to go. So like you know, there's just things like that, and but I think like you wouldn't you start to discover those things the older you get and you expand your mind. Hopefully you expand your mind to other things that are around you. And I know Illinois is kind of crazy sometimes, but Chicago is an awesome city to do a lot of things in. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think sometimes people don't realize that. So. And I also, even if you want to look at more local things, like, um, Aurora does offer like the first Fridays and a couple weeks ago they had like a salsa class in the middle of downtown and like this is Paramount School of the Arts just opened yeah so even from I I know it's like from amateurs to like more I mean even the Paramount itself like puts on amazing productions they just got nominated for like so many Jeff Awards yeah so like if you guys don't know what Jeff Awards is it's like it's like it's like the Oscars of Chicago theater yeah so we out there (laughs) We, we we they're representing. Well, yeah, I think they got the most nominations this year. Shout out to the Paramount. Paramount. Um, let's go back to a little bit more post grad problems. Uh, what was? Do you feel like you shed a lot of your non necessary college friends out of your life? Um, not let's say not shed, but like, do you feel like the urge that you need that you need to talk to them a lot of times? I think I kind of did that before I graduated. Why? Because for me, when I start, when I move on to a new part of my life, um, I think about the people I want to bring with me. And if my life would feel incomplete Mm -hmm. without those people. And so it's not like burning bridges, but it's just like I spent my time focused more on the people I wanted to bring with me into this next journey of my life so i don't think i really shed anyone i mean if you like talk to me like i'll be nice but like i 
I feel like I still talk to the same like group of people I talked to two years ago. But there's nothing wrong with you moving on in chapter in your chapter yeah. chapters of your life and leaving people behind. Not I won't say leave people behind, but obviously people's roads never align yes. the same way. Yeah, but I'm also like growing up, and if some of my friends are still in college, like it's not even like I am leaving you behind. It's like what am I going to talk to you about now? Yeah, you're s- still going out eating burritoville at 3 a.m. Shout out to burritoville. <laughs> but I'm I'm in bed at 3 a.m. But if you call me slash text me, I'm going to be mad because I have things to do in the morning. Yeah. So I think I kind of like prepared myself to do that, kind of was doing that before I graduated mm-hmm. because I knew I was going into a next journey of my life. And I think that'll be the same way with, with marriage and with, with like kids. Like you don't keep the same... You're not doing the same things you're doing now when you start having kids. I hope not. I'm still podcasting. Yeah, but, like, you're not... <laughs> you know, like, if we wanted to do London House and I had a kid, you know... You have to find a babysitter. Have to find a babysitter. We're not pregnant, by the way. No. No. <laughs> Would have had to find a babysitter. Might have had to be home a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Have to pay for the babysitter. Had to make sure the babysitter is vaccinated. Because, you know, people like to do that thing now. Go um, vaccinate your kids. Um... So, that's, like, a whole different situation than us just, like, picking up and like, oh, we're going to go do this. And just leaving. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I did. Um, I mean, I I met so many people in college that I follow on Instagram and on Facebook. And every once in a while, I decide that I don't need you to be I don't see I don't, I don't need to see whatever you post whether it's positive things or negative I just like I don't want to see this um and I have people that like I just followed because they were in my same class and we were in the same group doing the same project and I was like oh, I like this guy and uh, for some reason I still have those people and once in a while like I'll weed them out um I met and I, I still talk to the same group of you know brothers that I I, I did throughout college um, and it's not a shot to the people that were there, you know, the older members when I was coming up or the younger members when I was leaving. It was just that I, I did most of my growing up with the same people. Yeah. I and, mean, and, th- and those are the people that, like you said, I'm taking with me yeah. to the next chapter in my life, which yeah. is you and me right now adulting. Yeah. You know, like, trying. cause trying because like they're adulting too yeah. eric and angela who went who were double dating they moved in like a few months before we did mm-hmm. and so we can relate to maybe the same problems they have but not really because they're doing their own thing mm-hmm. a lot of my friends moved back to their their parents house and we can both relate to that because we both moved in to our parents house for a summer for a summer or like you know a year yeah um so i can relate to that and their struggles yeah but again they they live in Rockford or whatever. Yeah. So they're doing their own thing. I can't. I've never been. I've been in Rockford a handful of times. I'm not trying to go Shout out to Rockford. No, no, no. no <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I brought around. I mean, I still have the same high school friends. They're, they're probably be there. So, whatever. Yeah. And my college friends, I mean. See, I feel like I did most of my shedding in high school. Yeah, but you went to an art school. Yeah. So, but- like, eventually you're probably going to see them because you're, you're an artist. Yes, but I did most of my shedding in high school. Yeah. I talked to, like, maybe five people from high school. 
Because you have a strong personality. No, I don't. <laughs> I just like... You see Danielle on the bars? <laughs> no. She's very friendly. <laughs> I am! <laughs> I'm so friendly. Just don't mess with me or my man. I'm totally fine. Um... No, I feel like I did most of my shedding in yeah. high school. But I feel like that was, like, me, like, literally, that was just me maturing. Yeah. I did most of my shedding in high school. Let's talk about dieting real quick. Yeah. I ate a lot and drank a lot in college. Yeah. Um. Once I moved out from the frat house, I started eating a little better. Not really. Not really, but I ate less out, drank l- way less. Yes. And cut, sure. and cut a lot of weight out. And then we, when we moved in together, I definitely don't drink. As much as I used to. That's not my fault, though. Um, no, yeah, I'm just lazy. <laughs> um, but my... Obviously, the, the food that we consume on a daily basis is way healthier than I did in the past five years. And I've been losing a lot of weight. Think, thanks to you. That's yeah. on record. You're welcome. Um, do you have any recommendations on... You know, obviously, you're not a dietitian, so you... Not a dietitian. I still love carbs. Um... But, like, I think just my eating habits, like, my mom and my sister became vegetarians, like, what, my sophomore year of college? Uh-huh. So, me- every time I came home, there was, like, no meat. So, my lack of buying meat is because my family doesn't really eat it. I think mom- now my mom eats fish, but... I mean, we eat chicken, though, like... Yeah, I, like, but that's, you- like, the extent of me buying... You put me onto grass-fed beef... <laughs> If, if honestly, it's so good. Get yourself some grass-fed uh, beef. So much better. Top, top of the line. If you also grill, get yourself some like free cage-free chicken. You know, cage-free chicken. Let them roam around and just cut their heads off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like a lot Check of people out dairy. You don't drink milk anymore. That that's not on. I will still be drinking milk. To this day, if it wasn't for the fact that my nose clogs up every time We're I We're the only animals in the whole entire planet that drinks milk from another animal. How? Well, that we like, is... Because we like the titty. No, that is not okay. We, like we, we can't drink milk from another animal. You Do you know how much crap they put in milk? So bad for you. Not the free-roam cows. They don't... They don't the cows never are free-roaming. They should be. <laughs> Have you seen the video? Free the cows. <laughs> Fuck SeaWorld. Free the cows. <laughs> Um, no, but I feel like I something obviously when you move out of a college town, there's not gonna be those three a.m. places. Yeah. Except for if you're in the city, there's always those places. But but they're never like close to your home like that, unless you like live in Greek Town or something. Yeah. But they're not like you know we could all literally walk to Burritoville at yeah. all hours of the night or well, Sea Captains. I mean, I never went in there, but y'all shout out Sea Captains. Y'all were on that Sea Captain. Um, but Burritoville, fucking Vinny's was open to like Vinny's. the crack of dawn, but I think that's a large, large um, part of it. Like your diet changing is that you didn't have those like um, places that were open until four a.m. in the morning, and then where we live, there's like literally no fast food restaurants. Yeah, so you can't even like, even if you like, in DeKalb, if you wanted to like get to McDonald's, it was like what a two like. Five minute drive. Taco Bell was there. Yeah, too. Like, yeah, but like, if you want to get some McDonald's, you gotta drive to the next town, which is okay. That's fine if you're like. But sometimes, like, it's like ah, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. They'll stop you. Yeah. So I think that's like a a big thing, but also just like the way I eat changed your diet because I just I don't eat 
like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I, I'm what they call, like, a grazer. Like, I don't eat, like, large meals. I will, like, eat lots of small meals throughout the day. They also cut off Pop-Tarts and Oreos from my diet. I'm very sad. Don't you feel a lot better? No. I think about Oreos every day. All that processed sugar is so bad for you. Anything else you think about post-grip problems? I mean, did, I mean, obviously... There's so, there's so many, I, I, I just think that, like, people are probably going to hate me. I just think that, like, people, well, it's, it's just, it's expensive. Way more expensive than people think it is. And I think that people think that they need credit to do certain things. So they take out these credit cards and they do these things. But then you, like, get into real life and you max out your credit card and you got to make these payments and you got to make sure they're not on, they're on time and stuff like that. And my mom always said, like, credit is, like, how much debt you have and how good you are at managing your debt. So it's not like, oh, I have cre- I have good credit. Like, you have good payment history. That's all it is. It's not like, oh, I have this much money in the bank. Because you can have good credit and still have $5 in the bank. Yes. So... I, I think that people should be cautious to that. Like, I really don't think you need more than one credit card in life. And mm-hmm. I think if your limit gets past $1,000, you're insane. And, you, like, if you, it gets past $1,000... It's very tempting. Yes, it is tempting. Especially if you have no money. Like, if you are, like, a normal college grad right now, you're not, like, unless you, like, busted into some insane job, none of us are making past what 50k a year starting out and we're all getting apartments no apartment is above like lower than a thousand dollars a month and if you're you want getting, good ones if you want a good one yeah if you're then you're getting internet because we all need internet now seventy dollars seventy dollars we all are buying these freaking phones that $1, are a thousand dollars but uh, then you got to pay for it you got your electricity bill if you're not like us you probably got to pay water you probably got to pay heat you probably got to pay like you cable, know, cable. You if you want it, uh, you're paying extra on Hulu because you want to watch sports or you want now HBO you so you can watch. TV, yeah, all Disney. that, all that stuff. And that's not even counting food. Not even counting food. And like we together, because I literally look at sales every freaking week. Spend about like a hundred fifty dollars on groceries. Yeah, yeah, I'm about a month. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred and fifty dollars on groceries, and that's just for like maybe two to three weeks. And that's not counting like your outside purchases, like maybe you want to get yourself a new bra or new. I need new underwear, like or yeah, like, socks. So like, like necessities, yeah, gas in your car, yeah, insurance. Uh huh. If you're driving someplace, if your if your work is not that close, even if, if you get like a coffee a day, it adds up. Yeah, that's like if you're going to Starbucks, it's like five six dollars. Even Dunkin' Donuts is like three bucks. Yeah. But three bucks every day? Every day for the rest of your life. And I think now to raise a kid in 2019, it's like 14 grand a year. Mm -hmm. So like just thinking about all those things, like I think people just have to be really smart about the way they move. Like you can't be taking out all these credit cards thinking that it's going to make everything okay because it's going to come back and bite you in the ass later. And they're like, so what? Like, they're gonna, th- they're gonna approve you. That's the point. Like, they're gonna do it. So, what are you gonna do with that? Yeah. Like, I literally only use my credit card to buy gas. And you pay it back. And I pay it back immediately. Yeah. And I have a pretty high limit. And I literally just, I literally don't buy anything else but gas. Mm-hmm. 
if I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some gas because it's cheap right now. Literally, that's, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to use this card. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I, you know, I have my student loan payments. We have the apartment. Like, I just bought a car. My mom kicked me off the insurance. <laughs> so I had to do, Ruthlessly. like. Ruthlessly. Yeah. In the But shout out to Crystal Keys. Huh? In the dealership. But she's, like, trying to make me adult. Yeah. Which I, I understand. It's like the mama bird throwing the, the baby bird off the yeah. nest. It's like, yeah, yeah. fly. Yeah. You like, don't fly, you hit the ground. Yeah. She'll be there. The ground hurts. She might, like, yell at me. Hey! Yeah, but... That was the ground. Yeah, I just think people now, like, our age, like, really, really have to watch how they move. Like, even if you get a nice job and you still are getting, you know, minimum wage, like, you're still not making enough to, like, do all, make all these purchases and live this, like, Instagram life that you think everyone is living, uh-huh. which is, like, not true at all. Like, we're not our parents. The cost of living is insane. It's about, like, $3,000 a month, I think, in Chicago or in Illinois. And that's on the lower end compared mm-hmm. to other states. Or higher end, again. Even then, like, our parents probably made less and kept us fed and stuff like that. We live in the more inflated world. Yeah. Where, like, it costs way more for our kids to live yeah like we were we were were still in the cheap end yeah we were and now it's like our probably little our little brothers and sisters are probably like getting expensive and when we have kids that's when it starts getting expensive yeah i can only imagine all the people that have kids now that are our age that they have to constantly be grinding yeah shout out to them baby daddy jesus but i think that's why um people are having kids later yeah because no one has any money. Yeah. But that's a large part of the student loans. Where all of our money is going to student loans. So that's why it's such a big campaign issue. Of oh. student loan forgiveness. Because literally. Anyone I think like from like 26 to like 21. All of their money is going to student loans. Mm-hmm. Because you have a two $300 a month student loan payment. And then you have your two to three hundred dollar a month card payment, and then you have your thousand dollar a month apartment, and then you got your seventy dollar internet, and you got your fifty dollar like electricity bill, and you got your water bill, and you got all these things, and that's your damn whole paycheck, and you left with like fifty dollars every month, yeah, to like buy food. Mm-hmm. So, I just think people really like gotta watch how they move, and like. I know it sounds like our parents are, like, nagging us and, like, trying to get on us. But, like, we have to remember that they, like, did live our lives at one point. And just because it's not the same doesn't mean that they don't know how to help you through what is happening. Mm -hmm. Because they also went through similar things. And, like, I love my mom. I will always go to my mom for, like, anything. Because she's a smart woman and is, like, doing pretty okay and was able to survive the recession and a teacher strike and be completely fine. So I just think we have to watch how we move and move silently. Move silently like, like lasagna. Like, like the G's in lasagna. <laughs> like the goat said. Wheezy F baby. <laughs> um, I just wanted to touch on one more thing before we end the episode. Um, I felt like I went through this a little bit. But obviously, there's there's gonna be a slight, you gonna feel like a little slight, I don't depression, I guess. Um, and I feel like that's okay because it, it's a big change in your life. Um, talk to somebody. I re- I highly recommend talk to somebody. 
um, if, whether it's your girlfriend, your, your your best friend, or a therapist, talk to somebody about that. Um, things got better. Got better for me. I came back. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got throw shade in my fucking podcast. Um, but no, well, like, you brought it, it up. It honestly does get better uh, if you if you feel want to talk to somebody. Um, it's you know it's a big change in your life. It's not high school. It's like you literally went to a different place, and and sometimes you come back. And your whole world changes again. And, like, don't feel like you're a failure. Yeah. Because, like, we're literally all in the same boat. Especially if you're, if you, if you dropped out. I mean, I technically dropped out, technically, but. I mean, you still went to I still went back. Yeah. But even if, if you're a dropout, I mean, the, nobody races the same race as your own race. Yeah. Um, if you can finish it on your own path or maybe you just don't want to go to college, make sure you find a career that makes you happy. That's mm-hmm. what Danielle tells me every day. It's like. It doesn't matter what I work is whether I'm happy or not. And, yeah. You know, that's that's why I do the podcast. That's why I, I work jobs that I like to work at because I like the people that work there and I like the product or just Yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean, that's why I like, I mean, I say that to you a lot because you like will say things sometimes and people are like, oh, you're going to work there. But like, that's why I'm like, if it makes him happy, like, whatever, I don't care as long as he's like bringing money to the house, like. I really don't care. Like, I get to do what I love every day. So mm-hmm. why can't other people do yeah. what they love? And even my mom said this to me the other day. Like, you sometimes when you work certain jobs, like, it's the job to fuel your dream, not the job that is your, like, that is your career. It's the job to fuel your dream. So, like. Some deep shit. Yeah. Key 2019 right there. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like sometimes you gotta work that job because you want to do this, yeah. and you need the money to live, mm-hmm. so you can do this, and so that's that's what your it's a job, it's not your career, and that's why I'm like, well, if it makes you happy, if you're still happy and you're okay and doing everything, but yeah, don't feel like a failure. We're all in the same boat. Just some people just don't project it and put a fake life out there. Yeah. So again. Social media sometimes makes it seem like, you know, you have to do one way or, or it's like no way. It's like, no, nah, there's definitely multiple ways to do it. Um, I know a lot of people that definitely did not go the same route I did and are successful or, or at least happy what they're doing. Um, so at least, you know, if there's one, two couple of things that you need to take from this is move silently. Move silently <laughs> like lasagna. Uh, be very careful with credit. Cause not it can ever, it can come and get you like so quickly. Like, like if so you could pay for things in all cash, yeah, pay for it in all cash, and people are like, oh, they're not gonna they're not gonna give it to you. My mom pays for literally anything she can. Like Wu Tang said, in all cash, cash rules everything around. Yes, dollar she, dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> she pays for everything in all cash and never has any issues. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, Don't be afraid to be non-traditional. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Like, I'm a podcaster. That's my dream. I'm a dancer. (laughs) (laughs) And I make good money. I just want to let y'all know. Danielle Keys, thank you for coming to the podcast, even though we live together and we recorded (laughs) in our living room. Um, Where can they find you? What are you doing? Um, Mike's on your hands. um, A lot is on my hands. Yes. Um, I guess I'm going to start, start rehearsing for the show in January. Going to do a Nutcracker. 
Still teaching. We're going deep. We're going deep to that show. <laughs> Bringing all the hood. In Sandwich Opera House. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just appreciate the arts. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. That's all I can say. Yeah. I, even though I have tough days, so I truly enjoy what I do, the people I work with sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, just follow your dreams. That That is the ultimate post-grad advice. Oh. Follow your dreams. Oh. Um, but, yeah. With that being said, don't follow the podcast. TQL Pod on all social media. Don't follow me. Follow the podcast because all I'm gonna do is post about the podcast and Oscar <laughs> and maybe this cat that I'm trying to get. So <laughs> we're gonna do an Instagram. <laughs> follow the podcast on all social media platforms. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Um, five stars. Five stars. Anything less is on site. Yeah. Danielle's kicking in the chest. And I'll find out who you are. Because we got business profiles and I'll know who it is. <laughs> um, Cesar Ortega is uh, running a po- uh, book club. It's going to meet next month, I believe. Uh, if you want more information, go follow Cesar. I forgot. I'll put his at in, in the description. Go ahead. You'll put his at in the de- description or I will. I'll put it on episodes. You can put No. <laughs> I don't know if you deserve that much clout on Instagram. But oh. You, you can put it if you want. You know, all right, let's put it. Let's put it. Try to see it. Oh. Even though it was my idea. Oh, no, it was stop. Not. He's, he's going to kill he's you. He's going to fight me. <laughs> but that's a person following his dream. Yeah. That's a guy who literally everyone told him why the fuck you want to be a librarian. And look at that motherfucker now. He's a fucking librarian. And he's going to have a bomb-ass book club where we all be drinking. I'm going to fight somebody. No, I'm not. Oh, stop. I, um... But no, follow Caesar for more information about the book club. Um, follow support, the podcast. Support your friends. And support all your friends and their endeavors. dreams, whether they're comedians, artists, podcasters. Follow. Doesn't have to be me. Accountants. Accountants. Fucking if they're people working museums. Who cares? Support help them. Shout out! Shout out to all the local hustlers. Grinding every day. Shout out to your weed dealer. I don't smoke weed, but no. they're out there grinding too. No. No, don't shout. He's probably he's about to go out of business in January. I don't know. A lot of people are dying from those from those cartridges. <laughs> no, I'm talking know. about when it legalizes in January. Quit smoking jewels. <laughs> For real, stop buying cartridges off the black market. Wait till January first. Just wait. It's gonna happen. It'll be there. Um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna continue the season until probably the end of October. Chris. Um, I'll probably take a break in November, so we have way more episodes to go. October is gonna be a great month. Wait, if you have any, there's still more episodes. Suggestions of anything you want to hear, slide in our DMs. Um, if you have not not even suggestions, but if you have any guests, um, you want to hear on this podcast, send them my way. Send them to at two QL Pod. Um, I'll definitely look well, through it and, yeah. and see if, like if they have interesting things to say or need to be shared. I'm. This place is this podcast is for you guys. Like it's, you know, definitely like, I I, I see uh, our community growing and and that's all I want from this is people sharing their ideas and their ideologies and what we learned. It's all about the podcast, what we learned as adults, and we can share it. But next week, um, it might be my first episode I do solo. I want to do that, so let's see how that goes. 
Um, but yeah, thank you guys. And I'll see you guys next week. Gang. Bye. Gang, gang.